0: I, just want them I them disgrace. disgrace. I Chelsea. I Disgrace. Chelsea. I disgrace. This woman is a disgrace. I Hey everyone. This is Chelsea Disgrace Podcast with me chelsea grace i apologize that i just had a mcgriddle and my stomach isn't doing so well so i may throw up or fart or shit myself during this episode but hopefully not um so last episode was uh part one of my costa rica trip so naturally i'm here to deliver uh part dose so um if I remember correctly, I left off telling you about how I fornicated with my tour guide inside of a cave uh, with people surrounding us, which by the way, I am uh, proud to announce that I am not pregnant with a Costa Rican baby, which in reality, you know, I might actually be okay with because I think it would be like super bohemian chic to say I have like an illegitimate mixed race baby that was conceived in a cave. But um, then again, uh, baby daddy lives in a hammock on an organic farm. And I'm not really okay with accepting organic vegetables as child support. So uh, I guess I'll stick to the whole being excited about not having a child thing. Woo-hoo. Um. So yeah, uh, after my romp in the cave, uh, we left La Fortuna and headed for Monte Verde which is a small town on top of a mountain. So it took a Jeep, a boat, and a bus to get there. So basically, I felt like Steve Martin and John Candy and planes, trains, and automobiles. I'm obviously the John Candy, um, except uh, without the epic freakout scene because the ride was actually, like gorgeous so the whole time i just kind of leaned my head against the bus window and listened to like sad songs and just pretended i was in a music video so it was it was really nice um when we got there we wasted like no time exploring so uh, we heard about this cool ficus tree that you can apparently climb inside of and go all the way to the top and shit so we were like yeah cool like let's do this so, my friend and I asked around to see, um, where it was so we could head in the right direction. And the walk, uh, to get there was fucking intense. Like, it was on a quite the incline the whole way. So our fat fucking asses were like sweating golf ball sized droplets and we weren't even really sure if we we're going the right way. Then all of a sudden, this like small three-legged dog who I later named Lieutenant Dam, comes like hobbling out of nowhere and he's being all cute and running around our ankles and stuff and then he like runs up ahead and he looks back at us sort of like come on bitches like you can do this and this fucking dog who has three fucking legs and who i'm guessing has seen a lot of shit is all running up this hill like no problem while we're all hunched over like flailing our arms almost trying to like push air behind us as if we'll like move faster so he kind of run up and then he turn around and he'd make sure that we're still like alive and moving and honestly it was like super inspirational like I've spent hundreds of dollars on like gyms and workout classes and like trainers and no one has ever motivated me like this fucking sad looking crippled ass dog and I knew that if we just followed him that he'd probably lead us to the ficus tree. And he did, which is really cool. He brought us right to the tree. And uh, I felt like I should have given him, like, a tip or something because that took, like, a big chunk of time out of his day to bring us to this tree. And he could have been, like, licking himself or, like, humping shit or whatever stray dogs do in Costa Rica. So Lieutenant Dan was on his way, and then we were there at the ficus tree, which was, like, absolutely stunning It's super cool. And there was this, like, super white family of four climbing the tree. Um, it was, like, a mom, a dad, and two young children, and then there was me. And I gave my camera to my friend, and then I climbed up the tree, and then when I was as high as I felt comfortable with, I flashed my tits to the camera, and it was just so funny because this family was so white like Billy don't climb the tree too high you aren't a squirrel now it's like oh dad like so white so I felt kind of bad just bearing my bare tits <clears throat> but whatever so um then we decided to go uh ziplining and I don't just mean like like zippity-doo from tree to tree nice quaint time like we fucking ziplined Thousands of feet across the entire fucking rainforest. Like, I swear to God, I don't fully understand how I didn't shit myself and just spray diarrhea, like, all over the rainforest. Just, like, fertilizing the whole fucking place like a crop dusting plane. So... Uh when we got to the zip lining place, it was just completely infested with sexy ass Costa Rican men who work there. And it was great because um they had to snap us into our gear, which required them to sort of go near like my Chocha. So I was like all in my glory and making super sexually inappropriate jokes, despite all the nice families and small children around. So now my friend and I are in our booty shorts and our ziplining gear, um, which, by the way, like really accentuates the acular and titular regions. Um, so now we have all the attention from like all the dudes working at the zipline place. So at each like little zipline station, there's men waiting to help you clip on and off of the line. So we were being like all sexy and like flirty with them. Um, well, like my friend was anyway, but like my version of sexy and flirty was like to make jokes about how sweaty my vagina was and that like I didn't even need a zipline hook because I could just sit on the line and like my sweat riddled vagina would just be like slippery enough to just slide me all the way down the line but um I think probably saying stuff like that is like even less sexy to Costa Rican men than it is to North American men but uh despite that they invited us back to um the bar that night anyway so we were all super stoked. So uh, later that night, we're at our hostel getting all like dolled up. And our hostel is like very tiny. It's actually just someone's small home turned into a hostel. And there was this uh, middle-aged woman, um, at least. I think it was a woman um, who had the top bunk of my friend's bed. And she was terrifying. She was all like, turn the light off. I go to sleep now. No noise. And I found her to just be super intense and scary. So I was like, yes, Helga, no worries. And we got ready, like super quiet. And then we took the very windy trek to the bar. So we get there and like, Nobody's there. There was literally seven people in the entire place and, um, none of them were the zip lining dudes. And of course, when we walk in, everyone in the place, like, turns around to stare at these slutty white hoes with huge tits. So we awkwardly make our way over to the bar and take a seat and get ourselves a few drinks. And then after about 30 minutes, someone comes and taps us on the shoulder. And we turn around and we see a dude from the ziplining place. But, of course, it's, like, the only dude that looked... Om- like, he was very really weird looking. It almost looked like... A seamstress like took apart Bert and then also took apart Ernie and then like sewed just one large puppet out of all their parts. And he brought no one else from the ziplining place um, except he brought one of his friends who looked like he's probably made a shiver to out of human bones in his lifetime. And my immediate reaction was like, well, fuck Um, what do we do Um, so we decided that you know hey we're already out we look good let's just have a good time so the next thing I remember uh, we're taking some sort of spicy alcoholic shot that's made out of like Tabasco and shit Uh, you know because as if hangovers aren't bad enough, like let's add in a fiery asshole and then like vomit that feels like I'm spitting out like lit candles. And of course my hot friend got the, uh, slightly hotter one, which was uh, puppet face. And I'm stuck with like Danny Trejo over here. And it like took all my strength to not be like, Oh my God, I love in machete. Like, can I have your autograph? So, My friend is like over yonder with her tongue down puppet face's throat. And I'm just trying so desperately to understand what the hell Danny Trejo is saying to me. And his English was like not the greatest. So I just did a lot of like nodding and laughing, which coincidentally is also what I do during sex. So which I'm guessing is what he was trying to aim for here. So I wasn't too sure if he was hitting on me or not. Um, until he started like sliding his hand up my leg. And then I looked down and I saw that he had a couple of fingers missing. So this just (laughs) keeps getting better and better for me. So uh, I made my friend come to the washer with me so we could discuss. And I'm all like, dude, like my guy has missing fingers. Can we? fucking trade or something but she isn't dumb she knows that it would basically be like the worst trade a canadian has ever made since the oilers gave gretzky to the la kings back in 88 so i was stuck with him and then i got to thinking like like what would foreplay feel like with this dude like if i remember correctly he was missing the top half of his index finger which is like a key player when it comes to finger blasting like i'm tight but i still need two fingers not one not one and a half, like two fully present fingers, please. Like his half fingers literally look like baby carrots. And that's all I could think about. And I was afraid that he put his, uh, like if he put his fingers inside of me, that I just burst out with like a, like a, "Well, what's up doc? And that would be like really mean and really awkward. So uh, with my unsuccessful attempt to switch dudes, uh, I went back to chatting with um, Danny McCarrot Fingers, and then he wanted to teach me how to dance. So I was like, cool, like, let's try it. But he wanted to do, like, like classy people dancing with steps and stuff, and I really, like, did give it an honest, tr- like, try, but I kept... Going back into like my classic pelvic thrust move and I'm pretty sure he was like super embarrassed by me. So um, he sat back down and then I found a dog on the dance floor, like just a, a random dog in the bar. So I picked the dog up and I slow danced with it to Aerosmith and I'm pretty sure that embarrassed uh, Carrot Fingers even more. So then the guys were like, oh, should we go to another bar? And at this point, I'm hammered because I figured that, you know, if beer goggles make people look better than maybe the more I drank, the more fingers it would make him appear to have. So I was like, yeah, cool. Like, how are we getting there? And they were like, oh, we have our motorcycles. And my friend was like, oh my God, what? No, we're not getting on a motorcycle. And I'm like, fuck yeah, bitch, let's fucking ride. So we hop on the back of these dudes' motorcycles and are just zipping all around town, and uh, after some bar hopping, they drop us back off at the hostel. So we roll up in these like loud ass choppers and I'm all horny from the mixture of like booze and bikes. So uh, I made out with carrot fingers a little bit and my friend made out with puppet face and then they dropped us off and then they were gone. So it's like three in the morning and everyone is sleeping so we quietly unlock the door to the hostel and we go inside uh, but then I decide that I'm too drunk to go to sleep and that we should probably take a walk so we go out into the backyard and then the the wind like slams the door shut and locks it behind us so now we're completely fucked so we're drunk we're tired, it's cold, and we're fucking locked out. So my friend starts to tap at our bedroom window, and nobody's answering, nobody's answering. And um, this is uh, the moment when I realized that I can't possibly hold in my urine any longer. So I just decide to just squat right on the porch and just start pissing away. And then our bedroom curtain like violently slides open, revealing a very mad, very nostril flaring Helga. And she sort of like scours at us and then goes over the door and lets us in and she's all like, Do you know what time it is? What are you doing? I am tired. And I was like, I'm so sorry. So we went to bed right away and the next day I woke up with like possibly The worst hangover of my entire life so that was fun and then um, the next night we decided to do something a little less slutty and a little more educational so we booked a nighttime safari walk so this bus picks you up at your hostel and drops you off in like a foresty area that's like pitch dark and they give you a tour guide and a flashlight and then you're on your way so, this tour guide, uh, of course, took a liking to my beautiful, big, tittied friend. So, we were ahead of everyone else in our tour group, right next to the guide the whole time. So, uh, I kind of felt like like the fucking Tin Man from Wizard of Oz. Like, Dorothy and Scarecrow are just walking through the forest, looking at cool shit. And it's, like, so obvious that the Scarecrow is, like, super into giving Dorothy a nice dick in but um, then the Tin Man comes along, all rusty and shit, like cock-blocking and third-wheeling, like, that's me, hi. And the tour guide was all, like, to my friend, like, oh, I want to see you again tonight. But he was, like, 40, and we both agreed to, like, slow down on letting Costa Rican boys stick their body parts inside of us. Uh, so the tour was actually really cool, though. Like, I have no fucking idea how this guy finds these animals in the pitch dark like we'd just be walking along and so he'd be like oh, stop come over here look here and it would be like literally 700 feet away up in the highest tree and it's just the glow of two eyes and he'd be like that's a kinkajou and then he would somehow find a tarantula inside a hole the size of a quarter and he's like poking sticks in there and shit trying to get him to come out and I'm like uh fucking hell no way if that thing comes anywhere near us we're going like fucking postal like fuck that shit no thank you passeroni no spiders for me thanks um we also saw sloths and armadillos which was pretty fucking cool Uh, i enjoyed seeing those anything with four legs or um less i can probably handle no problem uh, then um, the next day, it was time to say uh, adios to Monteverde and move on to our next stop, uh, which was the beach town called Santa Teresa. Uh, again, it took uh, a public bus, which straight up smelled like a vagina wearing a thong made out of tuna skin. Uh, a cab a giant ferry and three more tuna skin buses to get to and by the time we got there like we were the ones who smelled like vagina tuna um, but when that last uh, bus dumped us off like holy shit we were in heaven um, we were in a uh, in surfer town and literally every single person was so fucking attractive that i didn't understand how people weren't just constantly fucking each other in the streets i seriously look like a fat piece of shit next to everyone there like all these beautiful fit women with gorgeous tans and tattooed bodies and here I am with like so much back fat that like it looks like drapes like seriously I need like a string to draw back my fat curtains on my back like it's horrible Um, everywhere I looked, there was just like eye candy and I just wanted to like rub one out all the time, but I wasn't sure if public masturbation is a thing that's frowned upon in Costa Rica. So I didn't. Uh, so this town is just like one road, just surrounded by beach and filled with like hostels and bars and restaurants and it just goes on forever. And of course, our hostel's at like the very end of the road. So we start walking in like the sweltering heat with our 50-pound backpacks and our 10-pound titties. And we can't find a cab anywhere. And we try hitchhiking. Nobody's picking us up. So we walked about 40 minutes, but eventually got to where we were going Which is good. Um, So our first night, we went on over to our friend, um, the friend we met in uh, the first place we went. We went to her hostel and we got wasted. And I was at the stage where I was drinking and drinking, but I wasn't getting drunk. I was just getting tired. So I walked back to the hostel and my girls stayed at the party. And I didn't see my buddy until uh, she came back to the hospital the next morning looking like she's just been like gangbanged by semi-trucks. And she went on to tell me that she had sex in a dungeon with a Costa Rican tattoo artist. And then my other friend had sex with an Australian dude in the pool. And I've honestly never been more upset at myself for ducking out early, which sucks. Um, but oh well. Um, in order to uh save money my friend and I decided it would be a good idea to rent tents at a cheap hostel. So we made the trek there and um we're giving uh we're given a one man tent for the two of us and a blow up mattress. So cool. So now we're blowing up this mattress and like I'm easy going. I love nature and shit but like We've been basically fucking our way through the country, so I didn't think that a one man tent would be sufficient if we were to bring a man home. But, um, we decided to try out anyway, and then, um, so we blow up our thing, and then we're laying down on our, on our mattress. And then all of a sudden my friend's like, there's a spider on your head. And I start screaming, she starts screaming, and everyone's screaming. And I grab my shoe and I'm trying to smack it like a Italian mother cleaning a rug. And it's just not fucking dying. And then this lady comes over who works at the front desk and she's like, you calm down and grow up and like she's all like being super bitchy and I'm like no one tells me to calm down and grow up so now we're all like afraid of fucking mama fratelli over here so we're thinking we should try to make a great escape so we pack all our shit quietly and we look over to see if she's at her her desk and she wasn't so we figured it would be a good time to get the fuck out of there so we throw on our backpacks and we just start running and then I get caught in the fucking hammock and I was all like flailing around like a whale in a net and then I eventually was able to maneuver my way out and we continue running and we reached the exit and turned the corner and we literally bumped right into Mama Fratelli and she's like where are you going and I don't even remember what happened next because I just remember like running until we got to our friend's hostel with a beautiful pool and a sweet outdoor bar that was inside like a broken down bus and they had mojitos and no scary ladies like we love that place so much and we ended up spending about a week here but um, I think I'll leave it at that for now and then I'll do a part three of Costa Rica but maybe I think next episode I'll do something a little different so you don't get bored with my Costa Rican adventures, even though you shouldn't be bored because I'm super exciting. And if you don't find it exciting, then you probably suck. So whatever. Um, so yeah, cool. Okay. I'm going to leave it, um, at that today. And then, um, yeah, I'll, um, uh, I'll see you or talk to you next time then. And uh, of course, always remember that I'm here to make you feel better about yourself. One Chelsea Grace, problem at a time. See ya. That's when I